0: Today's episode of the More You Know podcast features Ricky Lundell, who is credited with being the youngest North American to receive the rank of black belt in Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. He wrestled at Iowa State University for Cale and Cody Sanderson, being the first D1 wrestler to ever be recruited with only Jiu-Jitsu submission grappling experience. He is now the head wrestling coach at Bishop Gorman High School and coaches UFC fighters including John Jones, Misha Tate, Travis Brown, Carlos Condit, Dan Hardy, and Frank Mir. Enjoy the episode. I'm just trying to
1: make it all make sense.
0: more, you, no podcast. How do you use the one percent better every day philosophy? So one percent better every day is a
1: philosophy everybody can use in their own life. It's about finding ways that you can improve today with what you have. You know, it's about. Not using the card you're dealt as an excuse. It's it's about figuring out ways that you can improve with what you have, and it's it's a hundred percent effort every single day, and that's how you get one percent better. It's finding something that you can improve at, something something small, something large. It's it's not just about you know if you want to lift five hundred pounds in five hundred days, it's not about uh, every single day putting more weight on the bar. Some days it's about becoming more flexible. Some days it's about uh, having better balance, figuring out a better stance, finding finding small incremental improvements. And if you do that, any goal is within your reach. But you don't want to try to do 2%, 5%, 10%, 20% because that's how you burn yourself out. That's how you burn the candle at both ends. And when you do that, before you know it, shrink the candle and it's all gone. You Burn it all down. The key is do something that you can do every single day. Because consistent improvement is how we compound. And when we, when we get compound interest, that's when you become the biggest, the biggest, baddest thing you could ever imagine. And that's how I go after my goals. It's I, I work to get 1% better every day in every area. And then over time, it just works like compound interest. And before you know it, you're successful.
0: Can you please explain the mind-body-spirit partnership? All right, talking about the mind-body and
1: spirit partnership, it's, uh, for me, it, it doesn't matter what you, uh, define as spirit. It could be willpower. It could be your spirit. It could be, uh, it could be your inner strength, uh, whatever it is that you, you've, you, you want to call it, but all of us has something deeper than just our mind and body and, uh, that's why, that's why we love the movie Rocky so much, is uh, we know that he dug into his heart, he dug into his will, he dug into his spirit to, uh, to win. Now, the mind-body-spirit partnership, it's, it's probably the most important part of success because you have to be balanced mind-body and spirit. See, if, you, if, your body, if, you, if your body doesn't feel well, you can't perform. And that's the only vessel that we have to carry us through this thing called life. And if your mind isn't working well, then you can't think properly. And then if you can't think properly, you can't make proper choices and proper decisions and come up with proper solutions to become more successful. And then there's another part of us, the, the, the spirit inside of us, the, uh, the willpower, the drive, the, the inner motivation. Um, that part of us has to be developed uh, separate from just the mind and body. And, and uh, in the Amazon rainforest, there's a lot of people that go down there to try to study uh, how to develop their spirit. And what what they do is they, uh, they weaken their body by not eating for weeks and weeks and weeks at a time. And then what ends up happening is that their body and mind start to become so weak, all they have is to rely on their spirit. Well, I think there's other ways to do this. Uh, not only do I think that, I know that there is. I, I, I've, I've felt it. I've been there. I've proven it. And uh, ways that you can develop it is you can work so hard, and I know you've all experienced this, where you've worked so hard that you have nothing left. You have nothing left physically. You have nothing left mentally or emotionally. But then you decide if you're going to keep going or not, and that's when we break into this this willpower, this this spirit. Um, you have to balance all three of these areas, and and uh, this will this will give you unmeasurable growth. Now, when we work on becoming one percent better every day, that means we got to work on our mind, our body, and our spirit every day. Um, developing all of these areas is something that that it's difficult. It takes time. It takes a lot of work. Um, but if you do it, if you start to work to become better mind, body, and spirit, you will grow and you will you will uh, be able to take on any goal or anything that you want in this world. Um, and I don't care what that is, relationship, uh, financial, whether it's uh, whether it's you want something that You want to go win an Olympic gold medal. You want to to accomplish something that you've never accomplished before. Well, that takes mind, body, and spirit. Now, when I was squatting every single day for 500 days, this is a great example to talk about growing mind, body, and spirit. See, what would happen is I would physically be so tired from squatting some days that inside my whole body would be telling me I can't do it. It's not strong enough. And it would feel weak. And I'm not talking about my mind. I'm talking about my body. I would, I would take an inner dialogue of myself, start to look at myself and say, how am I feeling today? And it, I felt weak. You know, I was squatting every day to max for 500 days. Uh, by day three, I felt weak. By day 80, I felt real weak. By day 400, uh, it, it can't even be explained how I felt. But the numbers kept going up and I kept becoming stronger. And what would happen is, is as my body felt weaker, and even though it was regenerating, and even though it was becoming stronger, my mind would, on days where my body felt really weak, it would start to say, oh, don't worry, body. We got you, you can do this, we got this, we got this. Well, then some days, my body, it was tired. And then my mind would say, no, no, we can't do this. You're too tired. You're too weak. You're you're not strong enough. Uh this this was a bad idea. Don't don't finish this. Don't do this. And then I started to dig into my spirit, into my will. And I started to look at myself and say, say from an inner place and say, well, I set out to do a goal. And despite how I feel, despite how what my mind is saying, I'm in control here. My spirit is in control here. And I'm going to do this. I'm going to make it. And I started to feel my spirit grow, my willpower grow. And the only way to get there is your mind and your body have to get to a place where they don't know if they can keep going. like in the movie Rocky, or like in any any really powerful show where you see somebody where they've broken down so much that you're just screaming for them to just keep going. You can do this, you can keep going. And we know we've broken down to a place of heart. And uh, for me, it was very easy to find it in squatting. It's very easy to find it in wrestling, in jiu-jitsu, in, in anything where there is, is sport, in combat, in business. Um, we all reach the mind-body-spirit uh, balance. And it's very important that we find balance in those areas and strengthen all three at the exact same time. So the mind-body-spirit balance, if I could suggest anything for anyone out there, work 1% on the lowest area of of yourself and, and try to start to balance those areas out. Because once you find balance and homeostasis in those three, the sky's the limit.
0: Having coached incredible martial artists like John Jones, what sets them apart from others when it comes to mindset?
1: I've been very blessed in my life to uh, coach the best men in the world. Uh, I've also been very blessed to have been coached at the very highest levels, and to have had coaches that were at the very highest levels. So I've been lucky enough to just stand on the shoulders of giants. And what is what has happened as I as I've gone down that path is I've learned a few things, uh, more than a few things, but a few things about what separates these men from, from everyone else, what separates the great from the good. Uh, and for a lot of people, the, the biggest enemy of great is good. You know, they'll, they'll rest right there once they get good. And what I've noticed about those people is they have an inner why that had to do with monetary pleasing others, um, maybe just fixing something inside of themselves that was broken at one point or another. But then there's another type of human being out there. There's a type of human being that they're they're looking to grow for more than just monetary or what will happen in their relationship or to get a girlfriend or to make their mom happy or to make their cousin happy or to do anything like that. They're they're looking to build themselves. And that's what 1% Better Every Day is about. See, it's about building you. It's about looking at yourself every single day and and taking down a log of how you can improve, how you can become better. And that's what makes these these individuals that everybody looks at, the Michael Jordans and the and the Kale the Sandersons and and these, these men who accomplish such tremendous feats. It's it's because they're not focused on on anything else except becoming better themselves, not improving themselves. And when you start to look at that, at that, you're now focused on things you can control. So you can't control how others feel about you. You can't control how much money you're going to get from, from one area or another area. You can't control how people will feel about your sport in just a year or your business in five years. But what you can control is how you're going to build and how you're going to improve how you're going to become better. And so the difference between the greats and everyone else is they're focused on becoming better, not for, not for anything else, but for themselves so that they're better than they were yesterday. And they're going to be better than they are today, tomorrow. And they live every day to improve. Those kind of people are unstoppable. And everybody can be that kind of person. There's no, there's no limit on who can be successful. There's no limit on who can improve. So take the opportunity to, to develop yourself into that type of person, and I, I can guarantee you, I can promise you, uh, from my own results, you can have the same thing, but improve yourself 1% every day.
0: What compelled you to pursue such significant accomplishments at such a young age?
1: You know, this is a funny question, because uh, at the time when I was a child, and my as I was growing up all of the things that I was doing to become successful and to uh, become so accomplished they weren't viewed as accomplishments back then they uh, I was I was made fun of for doing uh, martial arts I was made fun of for uh, doing combat sports yeah the wave it didn't catch till much later I was part of the, uh, the I was part of the the first generation of Americans that actually was doing this martial arts so it wasn't popular. It was seen as very unpopular at the time, but I was doing what I loved, and I was focused on becoming the best at what I love to do. So it doesn't matter if what you're doing is popular. It doesn't matter if what you're doing is is loved by everyone else, but it's amazing how as you become the best at what you do, everybody wants to watch what you do. Everybody loves to watch the best at what they do because it's beautiful and you can see the art in it and it's just a way for all of us to express ourselves to the world and uh that's a great question and uh it's it's fun to think deep and actually answer it because it truly is and always was just about the, the love of of the game
0: what advice do you have for pursuing great accomplishments at such a young age
1: you know if you, if you're a young person and you want to become very successful i the first thing i would tell you is stop doing what you don't love. That's number one. If you don't love it, you're not going to get very good at it because you're not going to think about it all the time and dream about it and, and make it part of your everyday life no matter what you're doing. So first thing, don't do what you don't love. Do what you love and you're going to get really great at it because it's something that you love. Secondly, it doesn't matter how great you get at it. You got to leave your ego at the door. The more you know, the more you find out you don't know. Every single day i learn something new. Every single day in order to get 1% better, I have to realize and I have to look inward and say, you know what, you could be better at that. You could improve at that. And then I think most importantly, you have to be coachable. A coachable person is somebody who, uh, who they find somebody that they know has the best interest for them at heart, that is not a yes man, that will not just give you the answer that you wanna hear. And being coachable means you listen to that person and you believe in that person and you do exactly what they tell you to do because they have your best interest at heart. You know, it's very important to understand you don't have to have 20 years of experience in order to be great at something. But what you need to do is listen to somebody and be coached by somebody and learn from somebody with 20 years experience. Because if they teach you it, the first time, the right way, you don't need to learn it a hundred different ways. You just, if it's if it's the right thing and it's the right way, you only need to learn it once. And I think if you follow that that blueprint for success right there, you, you're not going to have a problem.
0: What was some great wisdom the Sanderson brothers shared with you?
1: You know, in college, uh, I was very, very blessed to be coached by the Sanderson brothers. Cody and Cale Sanderson. They're they're unbelievable men. I mean, uh, Kyler Sanderson was my training partner, their younger brother. And then Casey Cunningham, another incredible coach. Uh, these, These men bestowed upon me such incredible wisdom. And I think one of the most important things they bestowed upon me, my coaching staff really pushed into us that fun. Make it fun. It doesn't have to be miserable. It doesn't have to be grueling. Find fun in everything that you're doing. Find, find a way to make it fun. Just because you're at work doesn't mean it can't be fun. Just because uh, just because you're, you're running stairs doesn't mean it, you have to be miserable and have a bad attitude and not like what you're doing. It can be fun. Make it fun. And if you do that, you're going to want to do it more. Uh, fun is an attitude. Fun is, fun is something that, that you control. You can make anything fun. Or you can make anything miserable it's up to you. Competition is fun for me. Why? I enjoy it. I make sure it's fun for me. Uh, Pressure. I enjoy pressure. I love pressure. And these these men, they taught me about that. They taught me how to love pressure. I I always kind of enjoyed pressure, but they, they really explained to me why I enjoyed pressure. And you know what? Kale Sanderson, he he used to tell us this thing all the time. Uh, Bobby Douglas was his coach at Iowa State. And Bobby Douglas, he he was a great man, and he was a great coach. And something he would tell Kale Sanderson, if you don't know about Kale Sanderson, you should look him up. He was my head coach in college at Iowa State University. Kale Sanderson, he was 159-0 in college. The amount of pressure on each match could have been outrageous. And Bobby Douglas would say to Kale Sanderson, hey, you know. If you don't like the pressure of being undefeated, it's not that hard to take it away. Just lose. Just lose your next match. And I always thought that was just the most incredible uh, thing to hear because it's true. It's true. Pressure is a good thing. Pressure is a positive thing. It means, it means you're doing something right. It means you care. It means that that you're, you're You have pressure on you because it's possible. And if you don't like the pressure, and if you can't handle the pressure, just let it go. Just let it go. But if you can learn to make pressure fun, you can learn to enjoy it. And you can learn to realize that pressure means you're on the verge of accomplishing something. That it's within your grasp. You're going to be very successful. You're going to go places you never thought you could go. And if you don't like it, as I've said before, stop. Just stop. Don't do it anymore because you're not going anywhere. You're just spinning your wheels. But if you want to be great, and if you want to go somewhere, you want to become something special, number one, make it fun. Make it fun. Don't live a grueling life like like so many others. Dare to be different. (laughs) Dare to be unique. Have fun. Make work fun. Make make pressure fun. Make everything fun. If you do that, life gets better. Life improves instantaneously. I mean, I, I I think those are the biggest things I've learned from them. Learn how to handle pressure. Learn that it's good. If you learn those things, you're going somewhere.
0: What is an important piece of wisdom you always share with the students you coach?
1: pieces of wisdom that I try to instill in everybody that I talk to, whether whether it's my own athletes or anybody else in this world. Number one, be courageous. It takes courage to go to work every day. It takes courage to go out there and step out there on the mat against somebody else. It takes courage to dare. It takes courage to dare to be great. It takes courage to become a person that's more successful than maybe your own friend or maybe someone else. It takes courage to take a position. It takes courage to step upward. Courage is something that you have to find inside. It's something that you have to go get. And courage is something that we all believe in, and we all strive for, and we all we all can get behind. Because a courageous person is somebody everybody wants to follow. So that's number one. Another thing that I try to instill in everybody is that, look, if you're not giving a hundred percent, that's when you're failing. I mean, that's the truth. That's the truth of the matter. We all know the guy who gives 60% effort and maybe he succeeded at something. To me, if he didn't give 100% effort and he only gave 60, he still failed. He still failed. He didn't improve. He didn't give everything he had. And I've known guys who give 100% effort and they just completely lose. They just completely don't get the deal. They just completely can't, can't make it ever work. But I respect that guy. And I know he's going somewhere because he's learned the most important lesson. The most important lesson is to give 100% of what you got. Don't leave any in the tank. Don't leave it all there so that that way one day you go to the grave and you didn't use it all up. Press the gas. Use what you got. If you do that, you got something serious. You have honor. You have something you can rest your hat on. So one, be courageous enough to step out there and go after what you want in this world. That's the first step period courage but number two the only way you fail is if you're not giving hundred percent of what you got that's true failure even if you win even if you get the part even if you succeed even if you get the match if you gave 60 percent that's losing if you give 40 if you give it 99 but the man who goes out there and gives hundred percent that man he's getting one percent better and that man he is growing or that woman doesn't matter who you are, what's going on, but you got to give it all. It's 100% every single time you go after something. That would be my biggest piece of advice. That'd be my biggest piece of wisdom. And I've learned that from many, many, many great men way before my time. This has been around forever. I'm just speaking a universal truth that that, that I hope can, can help you get to where you want to be somewhere in life. Thanks for taking the time to listen to me. Get 1% better every day. I'm just trying to make it all make sense. These. More. You. No.
0: Podcast.